Speaking of Ron DeSantis, speaking of Greg Abbott, we have this article from redstate.org. 12 Republican governors file a brief with the SCOTUS, with John Roberts and the Supremes, to overturn Roe v. Wade. I mean, I'll take it. Abortion is the one issue that I am all about getting rid of. Abolishing, not banning. I want it abolished. No more. No more. And so, I like this. And we'll read the article. The question that I asked I, I asked Mike, and I'm going to ask you guys, is where do these governors go when John Roberts and the Supremes say no? Where do they, what do they do after John Roberts and the Supreme say no? Let's get into the article here from Jennifer Oliver O'Connell. 12 Republican governors, including Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis, filed a brief with the SCOTUS requesting the overturn of Roe v. Wade. The baby-killing leftist worst nightmare has come uh, become a reality. He's, he's, you're going to have to explain that, Jennifer. Uh, all right, from the Tampa Bay Times, Governor Ron DeSantis fl- signed, Florida, signed Florida on to an effort to have two of the most important abortion cases in U.S. history overturned by the nation's highest court. Which, once again... Is a good thing. I think it's great that they're bringing it up. And I I believe that it should be brought up all the time. It it should be a number one issue. In In a Thursday brief, DeSantis, along with 10 other Republican governors, argued that the SCOTUS, John Roberts and the Supremes, should reconsider past decisions on the 73 case Roe v. Wade and Casey. Uh, which is Planned Parenthood of Southeast Pennsylvania versus Casey. Roe established the constitutional right to an abortion nationally, which it did not have. And Casey reaffirmed that the right, while making it easier for states to legally pass some abortion regulations. If the SCOTUS, John Roberts and the Supremes, which currently, okay, Jennifer, oh, oh no, I'm sorry, it's the Tampa Bay Times that wrote, that the SCOTUS is a 6-3 to three majority. It's 5-4 on a good day. It's 5-4 on a good day. Were to overturn those cases, abortion law could be left up to individual states, which could then choose to ban the procedure or regulate in a way not legal under current SCOTUS precedent. Since the Tampa Bay Times reporting, the number of governors has grown to 12. So if you're in one of these states, you can at least be proud of your governor for signing on to this to getting rid of the worst atrocity in human history, which is abortion here in the United States. Kate Ivey of Alabama, which is funny because she's supporting vaccines that use aborted fetal tissue. Doug Ducey of Arizona. Aza Hutchinson of Arkansas. Brian Kemp of Georgia. Brian Little of Ohio. 
I'm sorry, Brian Little of Idaho. Hmm, still think it's a funny name. Kim Reynolds of Iowa. Mike Parson of Missouri. Greg Ganinifer. What the hell is Ganiforte? Ganiforte of Montana. Kevin Stitt of Oklahoma. Greg Abbott in Texas. And Henry McMaster in South Carolina. According to CNN, Fake News Network, 228 Republican members of Congress sent a similar brief to the court with the same request. Here's the dirty secret. Congress could have, when they had the majority in the House and the Senate, could have stripped the SCOTUS of that jurisdiction. People don't read the Constitution. They just read, you know, the Bill of Rights. They don't, or they read the first article. They don't read all the subsections. SCOTUS is granted the power under Article 3, I'm sorry, Congress is granted the power under Article 3 to choose the jurisdiction of what SCOTUS can and cannot rule on. Congress gets rid of it, you bring, and then all of a sudden, that's it. And then they can strip that. But no, what are they doing? They want to keep SCOTUS because SCOTUS is a fundraiser. And it's a nice arbiter. That way, when they make a decision that they don't like, they can fundraise. And when they do like it, they can say, well, SCOTUS said it. Just like with the executive branch, it is another way for Congress to not do any work. To do as little work as possible. So anyway, the judicial constitutionalization of abortion represents an unwarranted intrusion into the sovereign sphere of the state's Returning to the states, the plenary authority to regulate abortion without federal interference would restore the proper, i.e. constitutional relationship between the states and the federal government. You know what? While you're at it, with this same argument, you could strike down Obergefell, too. Sorry. You can strike down Obergefell as well. Obergefell is the exact same argument. It also would produce positive results, including letting the democratic process work as intended, de-escalating tensions on this divisive topic. No, it won't. It it won't de-escalate tensions, but at least babies will be saved in Florida, Texas, Alabama, Arkansas, Missouri, Louisiana, all the southern states up through West Virginia, Ohio, you would assume even Michigan, because they have a Republican Congress. Pennsylvania, if they have veto-proof majorities. It, I don't care about de-escalating. If you're all in on the baby murder, I don't care. You're not my boy, you're not my friend. Not that I have any friends, but still, you're not mine if, if you are for the murder of babies. Um, and allow the states to serve as laboratories of democracy, democracy, for establishing and implementing suitable abortion regulations based on the latest scientific knowledge. Like life begins at conception. Supreme Court is slated to hear the Mississippi case of Dobbs v. Jackson's Women's Health, which is still the ugliest building in Mississippi which challenges a law that bans abortion after 15 weeks uh, after 15 weeks gestation, as SCOTUS blog reported. A decision in support of state law. 
could upend the Supreme Court's landmark decisions in Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey, which the court ruled blah, 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 blah. This is what abortion rights advocates have feared and fought against for decades. So these additional briefs uh, by the 12 governors and the U.S. representatives leave no doubt of this intent. Now that the conservative-leaning Supreme Court, once again, not conservative-leaning, I mean, maybe 5-4 on a good day. I, Roe v. Wade will never get overturned. I mean, this person wasted Miss Jennifer O'Connell, uh, Oliver O'Connell, I apologize. It's a good article. Don't get me wrong. It's very nice. It's very well written. Not going to happen. John Roberts and the Supremes are never getting rid of it. Because it's federal power. And SCOTUS is not into giving up federal power. I don't see a case where they ever have. At least recently, Obama, uh, Burger, I combined the two. Obama Ferg, <laughs> Obamacare, Obergerfeld. You can't even give me the guy in Colorado, the, the, the baker, because they just kicked it down on a technicality and he's getting sued again. What case has the SCOTUS ruled that a federal power, a federal law, is unconstitutional? I don't know. Maybe I... Remind me if I'm missing one. If I'm missing one. So, what do we do? What do we do? What they really should do, if these 12 governors... Let's look at this constitutionally. Because I know everybody's jumped, went through ludicrous speed straight to secession, which I'm not against. Here on the Bear Brief on the Crusade Channel, the last live radio station standing, your home for the Mike Church Show. The Bear Brief, which you're listening to right now. The Kennedy Profession at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Sequa Virtus. Political insight from the one and only Magdalene Rose. Joe and Joe, Catholic Adventures in Great Music, and more. From sunup to sundown, we are the last live radio station standing. So let's look at this federally first, because everybody wants to go, Ah, it's a seed, sucker, woo, pew, pew, pew. No. I mean, yes. But let's look at this one way. Why don't they do an interstate compact? Because if they do an interstate compact, it's within the Constitution. You are agreeing with these other states that you are not going to have abortions in your state. And how do you do that? You do not allow federally funded abortions in your state. Now, SCOTUS can strike down, well, SCOTUS did strike down 32 constitu- state constitutions with Obergefell. But why, why not try that first? Why not try something like Interstate Compact first? It's a disputed issue. Why should my tax... Of course, it won't solve the problem of my tax dollars going from Texas to Rhode Island or from Texas to Minneapolis, Minnesota to fund abortions. 
doesn't fix that, but it's a step. It's a step along the way. And of course, this is another way you can ensure that when you do secede, that you've taken all the proper steps to do so. Because right now, because right now, what we're doing, waiting on Congress, Congress just shows you they're never going to strip jurisdiction from SCOTUS. SCOTUS. From SCOTUS. They're never going to strip it from them. And there's not going to be any presidential candidate. I mean, Trump thought, Trump thought with Amy Coney Barrett that he might have had the the justices in place to at least do some damage to Roe. We, we've seen that that is not the case at all. And we'll probably see that with this Missouri case too, Mississippi case too. 